Hey, what's going on? This is the Beanie Boy, a.k.a. Headphone Joe, a.k.a. Joe Dorville. And I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's up, everybody? It's me, Brennan Tassif. What's up, Joe? What's going on, man? And we're joined as with our producer, as always, L. Greg. How's it going in that snow? It's going well. Total white out all day. It's been oh, yeah, wonderful. I want to say shout out to all our cheeries out there. Thanks for listening and watching. Love you all. <laughs> I call them pre- media members because we're in a press box, but okay. Uh, <laughs> cheeries. So, that's, cheeries okay. is, that's interesting. That's a thing. That's something. Yeah. I mean, it's a start. Uh, as always, we're going to start with the quick, uh, dang it again. Second time I've done it. We're going to start off with the kickoff where we discuss the big topics in sports this week. Then we're going to get to the quick hits where we touch on some things ever so lightly. Brennan says quick a thousand times and we spend 20 minutes on one topic. That's what usually happens. Yeah. And we'll get to the walk-offs, but this week we're going to do it a little different being selection Sunday. We're going to go through the brackets one by one and tell you who to pick, even though I don't think any of us collectively have seen one half of NCAA basketball this year. So, Greg, take us to the kickoff. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Brennan, how nervous are you? How nervous am I about what? How nervous are you, Brennan? I'm not nervous at all. Oh, I'm not nervous at all. One Joel Embiid has gone out for at least the next two weeks. Uh, how nervous are you? This is your team. This is your guy. I know. So this is this is the whole thing. And we've said this uh, every time we bring up the fact that Joel Embiid is by far the MVP of the NBA season. Not by it's far. always with the yeah, by far. It's always Not with the far. caveat. As long as he can stay healthy. And I honestly thought he came into this season looking like a man possessed. He was in shape for the first time at the beginning of a season in a long time. I don't know if that's just the lack of time off, but he was playing more in the the post. He's playing more in the paint. He definitely was my, if I had a vote, definitely my vote for MVP. He was putting up uh, Shaquille O'Neal in the regular season type numbers. We haven't seen him do it in the playoffs. Do it in the playoffs. It was all predicated on the fact that this guy <laughs> who gets hurt all the time does not get hurt and stays healthy. And then he left the game with a, was it left knee injury? Bone bruise. Yes. Left bone bruise. I believe it was. Yeah. Two weeks. That's, that's Minimum it was the playoffs. two weeks. Yeah. If it was the playoffs, it'd probably be about a week and a half, two weeks. But with it still being the regular season, they've secured their playoff spot. They're going to hold them out for a while, but. Yeah, this this blows his MVP chances all to hell. It blows. It's a big blow to his MVP chances if he misses yeah, that he got significant the, amount of time. The best ability is availability. And LeBron is there game after game after uh. game. Woo. Uh, but the Sixers did grab a win tonight without Embiid. A big win. I forgot who they played, but it was a huge <laughs> win. It was like a 40-point win, it felt like. Uh, hold on, let me get the numbers here. They uh, beat San Antonio by uh, 35. 35. Look, I was close. Almost a 40-point win. Also, San Antonio is not that not that good. Not we'll get into that, what the San Antonio is going to be doing um, later. So, yeah, I just, I just wanted to test the waters. You know, you got the Nets nipping at your heels there, buddy. Uh, uh, how, does it, how does it feel to uh, 
have the Nets yeah. breathing down your neck with KD coming in around the corner. Um, I'm, I think this whole situation with the NBA this season, especially at the top, especially in the East, it's going to be a very much like, let's just get into the playoffs. Let's not worry too much about everything. We'll get into the playoffs and then we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I, I know what you mean, but it really would. Embiid is like I told you last week, he was my clear cut number one only because his team was number one in the East. Now, if his team is not number one in the East, that causes a lot of different scenarios. You can be seeing a lot of different people in the first round. Maybe people you may not want to see in the first round. Maybe his chances of being MVP aren't the same if he's not number one in the East. You know, you yeah. give it to LeBron James if he's not well, the I best mean, player on the best team. They do have, um, this is why they went out and got uh, Dwight, just in case this would oh, happen. They do have... Come on. They Dwight have Tony Bradley. Giving, Dwight's not giving you Shaq in the regular season numbers as you I'm like just to saying, so eloquently put. Dwight Howard at one point was an MVP in the NBA. 40 years ago. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, a couple of big things could happen potentially. And I think one of these things are going to happen for your team. You figure out who I'm talking about. But. Trade deadline around Wait, which team? I've got like three teams in the NBA. You do which have team? like four teams. It's very annoying. I can't keep up. With I have all the of Celtics, them. the 76ers, <laughs> the Orlando Magic. Uh, well, you pick the one. Uh, Celtics. Did nope. Um, it, well, you know, maybe, maybe. Uh, I'm talking about Lowry. Let me get. Put, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm stepping on you. Go ahead. <laughs> so we're talking trades. Trade deadline around the corner. Couple big names out there, a couple of aging superstars. I don't know, superstars is the word. Aging stars are available on the trade deadline. Um, from all the rumors I've been hearing, I got my ear to the streets. Um, Brennan, I would like to know where you think one Kyle Lowry will end up. Okay, so there's a couple of things. Uh, Kyle Lowry, I think I would love to see him. Uh, go to Boston with a few of their expiring contracts. And then, of course, they're going to keep Tatum and Brown, but I think everyone else is kind of up for uh, trade. Um, But to be honest with you, Kyle Lowry, and I don't know if you're going to hate me or love me for this, is built for the Utah Jazz. He literally, if the Utah Jazz... Went into a room on they a computer. Mike Conley. Weren't you just the, telling me Mike Conley's an all-star? Okay. <laughs> you are splitting hairs here. Mike Conley is an all-star. I do like Mike Conley, but Lowry is a different level than Mike Conley. If the Utah Jazz went on a so computer Kyle and said, an all-star is what you're telling me. <laughs> and said, we need to design someone built for this offense. With Jamal Murray and Jokic, it would be Kyle Lowry. Tell me I'm wrong. You just made the Nuggets the Jazz? Or I'm sorry. (laughs) I meant to say the Nuggets, not the Jazz. God damn it. I fucked all that up. I'm like, wait, what is Jokic? I fucked that all up. I did not mean to say the Utah Jazz. They're fine with Connolly and Gobert. That's why I was confused. I was like, wait a second. No, he'd be replaced. I meant to say the Denver Nuggets. Any team past the uh, Mississippi River is unimportant to me because I live on the East Coast. Shout out Tony Kornheiser and I-95, baby. I-95, boys. Um, Well, it's funny. I meant your Denver Nuggets. That's why I thought you'd get mad at me. Uh... Uh, I don't see Lowry going there. I think our team is pretty much shored up. Um, at this point, just Millsap needs to come back from injury. 
And yeah, Jamal's been playing out of his player. mind too. He started real Jamal's slow. Jamal's been fine of late. Jokic has been playing at an all star uh, MVP level, as we've uh, illustrated a bunch of times here. And Michael Porter Jr. has made the leap that I foresaw in year three, which is really year two for him. But I think Kyle Lowry is going to your other I 95 team, Brennan. Do you know where Kyle Lowry resides from? Philadelphia. Kyle Lowry is a Philly boy. He went to Villanova in the Big yep. East, down the street from. Is it still the Wells Fargo Arena? I don't know. What do they call it now? Anyway, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I think Kyle Lowry makes a trip back home and finally gives gives the Sixers the guard they need to allow Embiid to be Embiid and to allow Ben Simmons to create more as a slasher instead of the primary ball handler. And yeah, you put Ben Simmons offense. at the two at that point, right? The two you or the put three? Simmons at the two or the three, and you just tell him to cut to the basket. You don't have to worry about bringing it up and setting anybody up. Just go get yours. I'm going to feed you, kid. Yeah, I think Lowry back to Philly is the move there. Beautiful. Um, that would be, that would actually make a ton of sense, which is why I don't think they'll do it. <laughs> um, well, it's who you got to get them up is the question. Uh, yeah, we're, not, we're not trying to figure any of that out. We're just being reckless speculators. We're, yeah, we're just <laughs> recklessly speculating. Speaking of. Speaking of, and Andre, Andre Drummond is still sitting on the bench for the Cavs. Hasn't played in about two to three weeks. Uh, where do you think this seven-footer can go, Brennan? Um, so this one is interesting because a lot of teams need a big, um, so his 2000, uh, 2020, 2021 season stats were 17.5 points, 13, uh, basically 14 boards Ooh. and, uh, three assists per 20 minutes. Um, there's a lot of teams. We talked about Brooklyn. They went per out and got Blake. Uh, no, uh, he was only paying, playing, uh, 20, 20 minutes a game. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what they've got them listed at now. But uh, there's a lot of teams we've talked about. So Brooklyn went out and got Blake Griffin, um, but Blake is a shell of his former self. Yeah. But Andre Drummond is, in, you know, he's, I would say he's at the at a big spot, either the four or the five. He's better than Blake right now. But um, I, I don't know if they would trade him within the East. Um, I think it would be a situation where he would end up going out West. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few teams that need bigs out West. Um the Clippers definitely need a big, depending on what happens with Anthony Davis, the uh, Lakers might want to go get some insurance. Um, and, you know, we know Drummond's history with LeBron. Yes, uh, no history wh- with LeBron. What? Um, he was not a Cav when LeBron was a Cav. No, I know that. I meant, uh, didn't they play together? Wasn't he in Miami? Andre Drummond was like 18 when LeBron was in Miami. Wait, for real? Andre Drummond's like, tw- I think he's younger than me. Who's the big dude with the dreads that played in Miami? Andre Drummond doesn't. Does Andre Drummond have dreads? Uh, I have no. Uh, Chris Bosh? What are you talking about? No, I, I know who Chris Bosh is. Full <laughs> disclosure to everybody. I haven't eaten all day. I'm a little. My brain's a little wired. A little, little wired. A little tired. Big with dreads? I'm trying to think of their bigs. They had Joel Anthony. They had Eddie Curry. The dude with the long. He had long dreads. I thought that was Drummond. No, I don't have to look it up. God dang, you got me doing. Don't even look it up. Let's just keep keep on going. (laughs) Um, We'll just power through all of this. Uh, But yeah, I think he's going out west. I think he's going to actually I think if he's going to go anywhere, it's going to be the Clippers because they need 
the insurance, uh, or excuse me, they need the big. And then if, uh, it might be the Lakers cause they need insurance. Cause Anthony Davis is, uh, hurt again. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to go to the Lakers, whether it's a buyout or a trade, uh, just for the simple fact, are you thinking you don't have No, I know it's not Haslam. Okay. Um, is it Haslam? just for the simple fact that, uh, are you thinking Brian Grant? Hang on. That's no, a long keep talking. Time ago, I'm looking yeah. it up. Ronnie Turioff. You thinking Ronnie Turioff? <clears throat> Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, I, I think he's going to go to the Lakers just because I think it's going to be a buyout situation. I don't think uh, they're going to find. I was thinking Adonis has. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I don't think they're going to find uh, commensurate uh, compensation for his contract. Com- commensurate? I should have just powered through it um, for his uh, contract in the open market. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to trade and bring all that absorb that cap. So I think he's going to eventually get bought out. And I think he's going to go to the Lakers because that allows him the most flexibility where they're going to ask him to help uh, shore up that position when Anthony, while Anthony Davis is still out. And on top of that, it's like today it's a drumming day. Go get yours. Cause we know the Cowboy player you are. And then, you can have rest when in other spots. So well, not not only that, but his history with LeBron James. Yeah, and his history with LeBron James, but he was a Miami Heat. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he was at UConn. <laughs> you know, when he was in Miami. <laughs> oh, Brennan. Speaking of in Miami, nothing to do with it. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge has uh, him and the Spurs have agreed that he will not be returning to the team, whether it is trade or buyout. He will also be on the move. This is the last of the big three that we think are going to leave teams because they're almost guaranteed to leave their team. So, Brennan, where do you think LaMarcus L.A. Aldridge is going? I have no idea. This is totally in your court. I have not. This one has me perplexed. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't even. I listen to a lot of... uh, Obviously, uh, NBA speculation, different NBA podcasts, talk radio, things like that. Um, I'm just not plugged into the Spurs. Um, and the Marcus Aldridge situation is kind of odd with what you just described. It was kind of a weird thing that happened. So I, I have no idea where he's going to go. Um, I think L.A. has a he's going to go to a playoff team, obviously, Um you know, I wouldn't be mad at a reuniting him with the Blazers. Um, yeah. Even though I don't think the Blazers would do that because they already got Carmelo creaking knees over there. I don't think they need L.A. Um, the Clippers, like you said, is a potential possibility. Um, Utah would be interesting. Utah would be real interesting. Utah, Utah not Denver. Interesting. Utah, not Denver. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really it. I can I can see him going to. I can see him going to Charlotte. Maybe, not really. Yeah, I think he's he's gonna end up going to the Clippers or Utah. Maybe Phoenix. Who knows? I can see get Dude, another veteran presence team in the league. There. I did. <laughs> this is what happens when you have no clear cut person. But, Brennan, have you yes. heard that the next 14 finalists have been named to go and get inducted into the Hall of Fame? Now, these 14 aren't going to get in, but 
I couldn't find the max number that could get in, but some of these people are going to get it. Let me read off a couple names here for you. And you tell me if they're in or if they're out. All right, I'm ready for this one. Their name, just don't comment because we don't want to be canceled. Paul Pierce. In. First ballot in. First ballot in. Wow. Chris Bosch. Uh, I'm on the fence about this. I want to say in, but I'm not sure. I think he'll be in this year. I think he was eligible last year. He was eligible last year. Yeah, there are too many big names. So I think he might, he might, he might be in this year. All right. Chris Weber. Out. Wow. Wow. I, I, I am know. so stunned by all the lack of Chris Weber love. I'm just going to assume you don't know who Lauren Jackson is. I you don't know. It's okay not to know. assume correctly. <laughs> ben Wallace. In 100%. What? In. How are you going to keep Chris Weber out and put Ben Wallace in? Say that again. How when you get you real gonna, loud, you, you, you break up. How are you going to keep? <laughs> how are you going to keep Chris Weber out and then throw Ben Wallace in? Because Ben Wallace uh, was the defensive heart of a championship team against one of the greatest offenses basketball's ever seen in Kobe Bryant. Chris Weber was cheated out of the finals appearance. Chris Weber had a. Mm, mm-hmm. This is going to take us to the whole attitude discussion we don't want to have. What? What is this? Nothing. Just like uh, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't know how to wear this, Ben. I think Ben Wallace is a building block for a franchise. Um, and obviously, especially on the defensive end, um, I'm just going to say, I don't think Chris Weber is that same type of athlete. I don't think he has the same type of character that Ben Wallace does. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Ben Wallace <laughs> is beloved by every teammate he's ever had. Chris Weber. Chris Weber only has issues with the Fab Five and he's mended most not of those only fences. with the Fab Five. And then he Vladi had- Diva? I don't give a fuck about Vladi Diva. <laughs> <laughs> Chris think, Christie, not Chris Doug Christie. I was gonna you say Chris Christie. Doug Christie. <laughs> I just think Bobby I mean, Jackson. <laughs> everyone knows the story about Ben Wallace as well, where he drove himself, lived in his car. All right, um, all right. This is not a a, a a story award. All right, just tell me what you did on the court. Now I know I it's not a story good, award, but Michael Cooper. Pass. Okay. Yolanda Griffith. I'm going to assume you don't know her. I don't know her as well. Pass. I would say most of the women are usually, because the WNBA is so recent, there it's really their college and like early WNBA stuff. Um, Tim Hardaway. I'm going to say Tim Hardaway deserves to get in. Um, Olympic gold medalist. He has a lot of uh, a lot of great years with both the Warriors and Miami. Brennan, how do you feel about Tim Hardaway? Tim Hardaway in. Tim Hardaway in. Marquise Johnson. Don't know who he is. He's a forgotten great from the 70s I'm reading here. Greg, you have anything to say about Marquise Johnson since you're the older one of the group? I think he's just on the cut. He probably won't get in. I mean, he's only had 40 years to uh, make it and hasn't. So he probably <laughs> won't get in this time. Mm-hmm. All right. Bill Russell, but as a, as coach, a coach. In. In. Right. No brainer. Um, why, 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 he's already in. Just, just put coach on his plaque. Why does he need to be in trying twice? It's confusing. Letta Andrews, she's from, her career began in 1962. So I'm just going to skip that one for you. Um, coach Jay Wright. I don't know about that one. Oh, 
bro, what, what is happening? Hello? Go Did ahead. What do you think? Oh, I, I'm like, what? how do you not know about Jay Wright? The best I, dress I just, coach no. in basketball. He's no, great. No, no, no. He's taking Villanova to two championships after people yeah. said for years he couldn't do it. He's a All right, legend you, you in Philadelphia. Me. You convince me. He's in. He's in. You convince me. Come on, man. Um, um, Rick Adelman. You still haven't mentioned me, no, Rick there Adelman. There was another name. I, there was somebody right before. I don't know how to say her name. Mariana? Mar- no. Mar- oh, Marianne? I don't know. Marianne Stanley? Shout I didn't mean so you. quickly to default yeah. to no. <laughs> and Rick Adelman. You said her name. I went, no, who cares? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize to the listeners. Rick Adelman. Rick Adelman. I think he should be in. This motherfucker's quick as shit on Rick Adelman, but doesn't know about Coach Jay Wright. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Please tell yeah. me Jay Wright isn't black, because I know you're no, gonna use Jay that. Wright's not black. <laughs> Jay Wright's like, have you not seen Jay Wright before? No, I, he no, like, looks like I, Clooney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I see the picture now. Um, oh, okay. It's one of those things, especially with college coaches, it's one of those things where I'm kind of like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I see him and I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. Um. All right. Well, enough of people who are going into the Hall of Fame potentially sooner than later. I have no great segue for this. Let's get to some people who may get there eventually. Brennan, Drew Brees retired today. Yes, it's official. It is official. He officially retired Sunday, March fourteenth, in this afternoon. Hi, day. And a oh yeah, and a touching ladies and gentlemen, we've now transitioned to the NFL. If you're not keeping <laughs> up, keep up, keep up. Um, yeah, it was really cool that video that he sent out. We all thought, you know, you and I had talked about this before when he dropped his salary from 26 to the uh, veteran minimum of 1.1. That it was probably him setting up to retire. Uh, no one's gonna put their body through a full season at 1.1 million if they can <laughs> avoid it. Um, but yeah, Drew Brees retired. Uh, great. For the city of New Orleans, got them a Super Bowl, does outstanding, crazy work for the uh, community. Um, and First it's cool. Ballot? He's retiring. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I always made a very inappropriate joke, but I mean, yeah. First ballot. First ballot for sure. All right. Uh, yeah. Drew's Drew. We, we foresaw this coming. The only question I have for you now, Brennan, is who starts for the Saints? Jameis Winston. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see one of the memes going around? Ooh, oh, Greg's shaking his head no. Uh, did well, you see one of the memes going around? Ooh, who restructured? Uh, what's his name? That other dude, their other quarterback. Taysom. They restructured oh, Taysom. Taysom Hill. Okay. Uh, I th- I think I think Jameis. We'll get to the meme in a second. I think Jameis Winston will beat out Taysom Hill in training camp. That's why I'm saying Jameis. Yeah. Unless Sean concocts a special offense just for Taysom, but I don't, um, I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to matter. I think Jameis Winston, other than the interception problem, but that's just because he likes to sling it. Jameis Winston is a very good quarterback. Yeah, he's obviously a better quarterback than the guy who they put at every other position in the offense. Um, yeah, go ahead with the meme. Don't care. What do you want to say about this? The meme, meme was, uh, it was, I, f- I think it's Mickey Loomis is the GM for the Saints. And yeah. it's Mickey Loomis talking to Sean Payton. He's like, so we're about 16 mil over the cap. You know how we can fix that? And uh, Sean Payton's like, nope. And Mickey Loomis is like, what about Taysom? And then Sean <laughs> Payton just goes silent. 
That's funny. Yeah, they um they had to restructure that deal. Uh they're they're still in a little bit of trouble when it comes to the cap, but I think I think it we'll was very good for Jameis to learn behind Breeze last year. I mean, they're in that quarterback room all the time. Drew Breeze, let's not lose sight. I mean, like I said, he brought him a Super Bowl. He was New Orleans football, even though that's not where he started, but that is where he finished. Um I think it's gonna be synonymous with his name now. Oh, for he sure. Goes into I the think, Hall of Fame as a Saint, not as oh, a Charger. Yeah, not as a Charger. Yeah, so I, I, I think it's going to be, and I also, to be honest with you, I think it's good. It's a very much band aid situation. Like, yeah, he could have probably played next year, probably at a decent level. Probably um, not. You know, but I, I said decent, not at a great <laughs> level. But I mean, if Cam Newton can throw eight touchdowns and ten picks and still get another contract, you know what? Okay, let's just roll into Cam Newton right now. See what we'll, I did we'll that for? I, I teed it up for you right we'll there, baby. We'll tackle him first. Um, but people keep harping on the 8 and 10, but then he had, what, 12, 12. rushing yeah. touchdowns? So it's really a 20 and 10. So it's a two-for-one situation. I honestly did that just so we could segue into this very <laughs> nicely. Um, yeah, so there's talk on the street. Uh there's word in the streets that uh, Cam Newton is going to re-sign with New England. It's oh, going to be about a 12. Oh, he did? Yeah, 14 oh, shit. mil. <laughs> it was 14? It's 6 million incentives, though, correct? 6 million incentives, so it's really an okay. $8 million contract. Um, one year, uh, positioning himself to be maybe the f- game one starter if they don't go out and get, say, Jimmy Garoppolo, who they're always in love with. Um, if they get some young guy to learn behind him for a couple games, then get usurped a la Tyrod after getting punctured in the lung. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's got to be their plan. Their plan has got to be not the puncher thing, not not that. But (laughs) we'll we'll sign Cam. We'll get somebody like Mac Jones if he falls to their position in the draft. Cam will be the starter, and we'll see what happens. That has to be their position. There's no way you're going to give up the draft capital that to go get Jimmy. I don't think they would do that. I mean, is Jimmy worth the draft capital at this point? No, I was say he's already he's his dead money is done to the 49ers. People think the 49ers are going to move on anyways. Um, so I, I wouldn't see it being a, I'd see Kyle Shanahan returning the favor and giving Belichick a sweetheart of a deal by Belichick giving him a sweetheart of a deal the first time. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, that's what we call relationship building, folks. Speaking of building relationships. Dak Prescott bringing in that money. You know who the he has a good relationship with? after we recorded this son of you a bitch. You know who he has a good relationship with now? Jerry Jones. His bank teller. Dak Prescott no. bringing in $40 million You went gangster on me on that I one. I did. I did. I had to. Um, I like how you said gangster. Um, <laughs> but uh, Dak getting I paid at the bank. <laughs> um, yeah, $40 million. I think this, this whole deal... Does not reset the market for. I think this is like independent of everything else. Do you agree I or disagree? I think this sets the market. Oh, see, I I disagree. I think it sets the market only because they're paying him this now. They're giving him most of the money up front. Um, and the reason well, why I say the money's up front, and then in the next coming years after the pandemic wears off, the cap balloons back up, and then the next couple, uh, Josh mm-hmm. Allen. Lamar Jackson are going to get something close to this. I okay, so I see what you're saying there, but the reason why I say it doesn't reset the market is because if had he gotten franchised again, it would have been 38 million. So the fact that they signed him to a 40 million dollar deal 
They that they were losing that money this year anyway. Also, he now has a no franchise clause in his contract that he worked out. So in four years, when he's up again, then he's gonna like you said with the new TV money that everyone knows coming in, with the cap's gonna start to balloon back up. He's gonna be eligible for a stupid deal. But I think because of the injury, because of the franchise situation, because they had already tagged him. I that's why I think it's kind of independent of anything else because. Lamar Jackson well, will be I, in a position. Josh I, Allen, like these I guys are. I agree with you on one point. His situation is independent because of he got franchise tag. I don't know how many quarterbacks are willing to take themselves that's, yeah, to the exactly. point that's, to get franchise tag and then the, take away all the leverage from the team. So that's that the, is yeah, a good that's point. exactly what I was saying. It was because of the fact that he had already been franchised once and was about to be franchised again that gave him all the cards, yeah. which I don't think. Lamar or Josh are going to get into that position. Sam Darnold, I don't think they'll be in a position Sam to Darnold's where it's not getting resigned. Nah, you like what I did there? <laughs> I don't think they'll be in that position where they're going to keep getting franchise. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll no. sign deals ahead of time. Yeah, they'll sign deals, and I think they're they're going to sign deals that look uh, commiserate to this commiserate word of the day um, that look comparable to this. Um, but so you don't think they're going to take hometown discounts? No. I I implore them to get as much money as they can because the team, as we've seen, and we'll get to it later, teams will get rid of you when they feel like. Shout out to Kyle yep. Vannoy now looking for a job. Um, so yeah, no, get all it's a bank robbery, man. Get as much as you can up front and then ask them to figure it out later. It's your job to figure out the drafts and free agency. It's my job to yeah. go out there and play. Well, the speaking of hometown discount, the reason I brought that up was Tom Brady does take it a hometown discount again. Everybody in Boston has to be shaking a fist about. He did the thing that he had been doing for about seventeen years, which is restructuring his deal in order to get players. And you know what, Brennan? I think What's the Bucks up? are actually going to go get players, unlike the uh, unlike the Patriots used to do. <laughs> yeah, he cleared up nineteen million dollars in cap space, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I think they already they already re-signed Levante David. Uh, Chris Godwin was franchise tag, but they're working on a deal to get him off that. Um, Brady doing good by his guys to get his guys back. Uh, I love the the uh, the language of the contract because it's technically like a three year extension. But after after the one year that's guaranteed, like the contract is voidable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's four it's four years, which is going to take him to forty eight when the contract kicks in. But everything after next year is completely voidable. Yeah, which is like wow, wow, okay, that's um, that's what we call funky math. That's, that's a, see, and that's the thing that kind of. I don't know. Irritates me. Bugs me. He just wanted someone to show faith. Yeah, that he could that he was going to be. Able to play till 45. That's all he wanted. That's all he ever wanted. He just, the Patriots yeah. wouldn't do that. I was about to say, I think I mentioned on here before, um, one of the years where uh, he was giving money back, he was like, please re-sign Wes Welker. And they did not. <laughs> he was yeah. Every time he did a pay cut, it was kind of like with the wink and a nod, like, so you're going to go out and get me some more guys. And they just would never do it. And he'd have to make fucking souffles with shit soup. So hmm. now the Bucks are, look, guys, I was working hard today. Don't just, 
bypass the analogy. Um, but now the Bucks, um, they seem like a willing relationship partner to actually go get the guys and re-sign the people that he wants to bring back. Yeah, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to make some serious headway. Um, Barrett, Barrett, I think is the, the prize that they're going after, but we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, I think they really want to bring back Shaq. Speaking of bringing them back, Brennan, Aaron yes. Jones, four years, $48 million, took a little hometown discount. Yes, he did. To stay with Wanted the to stay in Green Bay. Stay in the Bay. Not the sunny one. The yeah, very, not very Not one of cold the sunny one. ones. Yeah. The frozen tundra. Um, I like this deal because I think he even said uh, he also wanted to save some money for uh, Jamal Williams to be able to resign and stay. Um, that running back room seems to be very close knit. And uh, they like working with each other, which is not what you think. Um, I know this probably makes Brennan elated because he's not getting a Derrick Henry type of deal. But um, I still think it's too much. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, um, I, I really, I really like this deal. Um, now go get more receivers for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I like this deal too because he. Um, everyone knows my stance on running backs, even though I I was in the running back room, but. Uh, my whole thing, though, is like he's other than Aaron Rodgers, he is and Devontae Adams. Uh, I mean, I guess there's a lot of faces to that offense, but yeah. he's known in Green Bay. When he walks down the street, people know who he is. He is a uh, commodity a to that dreads. offense. They know who he is. Well, um, that aside, <laughs> yeah, I guess if he was uh, playing for the Dolphins, it'd be a little different. Yeah, but um, way different. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like he's the face of that running game. He's, you know, a face on that offense. I think it's. It's good that they resigned him. I think it's smart that he took less to be a Green Bay Packer because we've seen some what has happened to some of these running backs. We're like, no, I'm gonna go out and get mine, and then it's mm-hmm. like, no, bro, like Where's you're not Le'Veon even. Bell? Yeah, Le'Veon you're gonna get cut. Get AP Le'Veon Bell, all that shit that happened with um, uh, with uh, Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon. Yeah, exactly. Gordon? Yeah, Greg knows, I, but Greg's the only one yeah, that knows. It's yeah, Greg's the only one that knows. <laughs> Cause he's in Denver. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think this was smart because it's very easy as a running back to get forgotten, especially you have one tweak of the ankle on this new team. They throw in somebody, your yeah. backup. He has a hundred yard game. You never see the field again. Yeah. Um, so Where I think it was Mark smart. Ingram. Where is Mark Ingram? He's on the Texans. Just signed. Oh yeah. Day. I did see when that. I was going to say, I just saw, I just saw an <laughs> alert for him. I forgot what it was for. Exactly. So you get my point. You get where we're going with this. Joe. Redden. Panthers. Ice cats. Riding high. Three game win streak. Tied oh, for go. the top of the division. We're on your ass, Brennan. Only thing I know you, you got. Are. Only thing you got is a game in hand, boy. All right. That's the only thing. We came back for I think it was two games ago against Columbus. We came out of a four to one hole to take the no three to one hole to take the game back and win it four to three. I think I got that right. Uh in overtime, quickly in overtime. Um, this kid Vitraro, v- 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 I can't, I'm never going to be able to say his name. Vitrano kid has been, yeah, we were in a four, one hole, one, five, four in OT. Vitrano has been killing it. All right. He had the game winning goal in that game yesterday. Sergey Bobrovsky has been better. All right. Of late in his last three games last week. So I am real excited 
about my skits. Yeah. Are you done? Are you done? done? Cause I can, all right, I'm going to talk about the team that's above them in the standings. Now I'm going to talk about the team that's above them in the standings. My Tampa Bay lightning. We are the thunder. Okay. So we've won nine out of 11. Andre Platt leading the team in points. Steven Stamkos with 12 goals. The, the fucking captain, man. Steven Stamkos gets hurt. It seems like every single year, but he always comes in at the right time. Victor Hedman is leading with assists. Now we don't have Kucherov. He's been out. He's out for the whole season, but we are making up the points um, in other ways. Um, Andre Platt and Steven Stamkos and Victor Hedman are all names that any Lightning fan will recognize. And then, of course, we got Vassian Gold still playing out of his mind. Like I said, the one nine of 11 just beat the Red Wings fucking six to three, baby. Let's go. You also took an L to the Red Wings, by the way. Let's not forget I didn't that. want to bring that one up. <laughs> the worst team in the division. But uh, I was wrong. Actually, we're tied for second because Carolina is on an eight-game win streak after tonight. Jesus Christ. Vinny Krochek, I saw somewhere that Vinny Krochek, who was once a Panther, I believe just last year he was a Panther, um, is going to be up for the MVP award, which is very upsetting. Really? Very upsetting. Where was this yeah, last year, Vinny? Huh? Yeah, right. Where you been, Trocheck? Huh? Jeez. Greg. Yes, How sir. are your avalanche doing in the, the medical avalanche ward? P- played <laughs> in the middle of a blizzard today and won. They won their last three, three and oh. They beat the Kings today, four to one. Beat them on Friday, two to one. Uh, in their last three games, they've outshot their opponents 133 to 60. Doubling up their opponents. Holy God! Every wow. game, they're on a shot, a shoot at the goal streak. Philip Grubauer has only given up two goals in those last three total, and with his fourth Jeez. shutout of the season on Friday night, where he leads the league or ties for the lead league with four shutouts. Uh, they're slowly starting to get healthy. McKinnon's back on the ice, and it's made a big difference. They're three and zero in their last three, seven two and one in their last ten. Uh, still missing some defensemen and a couple scorers, but uh, future is bright for my Colorado Avalanche. Hopefully, yeah, they don't get buried in three feet of snow that are on the ground currently in Denver. Yeah, hopefully That's- they can make it back to the rink. Yeah, that's crazy. Or, uh, away from 70, the rink. 78 degrees today in my house or in my living room. We didn't yeah, quite get like three feet, but uh, we're pushing two eight, for yeah. sure. Well, Greg, take us to the quickets. You'd be surprised how quick and quick name hits. Quick hit. Quick, 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 baby. Quick, quick. Quick, quick, quick. Speaking of quick. Justin Thomas made quick work of the rest of the field today. Uh, Prennan, TPC, in your backyard. In my backyard here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, So I'm going to be honest with everybody. I really wanted Lee Westwood had the lead coming in this week. I really wanted Lee Westwood to win. Uh, 47 years old. Um, Just I love the Englishman. He uh, has had a resurgence the second half of his career, had his fiance on uh, as his caddy on the bag. Um, uh-huh. It was just, a, yeah, it was a sweet story. A um, couple things I want to touch on. Justin Thomas, unfazed, came in. Uh, I mean, it's not like he was way down. He was in second going into the game, but uh, or going into today's uh, round. Bryson DeChambeau um, played well. Uh, he's not he's not hitting fairways very well, but he's scrambling. 
Last week, he his scrambling was at like 67%. Greg and I were talking about this before. His scrambling for this weekend was at 85%. So it was up and down game. His putting game, he's playing real well. Just can't. Dude could bomb it a thousand yards, but can't seem to keep it on the fairway. Yeah. Um, that's about all I wanted to mention. Uh, a couple notable names. Um, Patrick Reed tied for 22nd. Uh, Keegan Bradley was actually making a surge. Um, but Jason Day, one of my favorite players, the Aussie tied for 34th. Uh, Louis Ostazen. These are all just Dustin Johnson, 48th. You get the idea. Um, Bryson DeChambeau played really well, but wasn't enough to, to pull out the victory. Lee Westwood ended up giving it away. And uh, JT, big shout out. Made it happen. This is random, and you might not be able to answer this. Whatever happened to Danny Willett? Kid was like 23, won the Masters. I've not heard his name once since. Well, we had the same conversation a few weeks ago about, um, God damn it. Um, not Spieth. Spieth's at least one other thing. Well, that was the thing was like how Jordan kind of like fell off the map. It's just golf is a weird. Everyone knows um, I'm involved. I'm not personally, in, but I have. <laughs> family involved in the golf world. And it's, it's bananas because it's one of those things where it's so mental and, you know, you get a new coach, (laughs) you get a new coach that tweaks your swing or something. And then all of a sudden you're playing like garbage. And it's, I mean, it's not to say it's not physical. It definitely is physical, but I, some of these guys just fall off the face of the, like Lee Westwood, they were talking about it today on the broadcast, like hasn't won um, a major PGA tournament and Oh, fucking forever. <laughs> so it's weird that he's getting all these top 10 and top five finishes. And then, you know, he'll, he'll get a win here and there, but it's just golf is bizarre the way it works. But, but uh, we can get off this with this, but like uh, the speed thing, speed, you'll see his names at least going into Saturday and Sunday, yeah. still around the top 10. Like I've not heard men. Do you even know who Danny Willett is? No, that's why I was trying exactly. to be. That's a, what I'm saying. I was trying like, to bullshit my won, way out of that. He won the Masters in like 2013, 14 when I had just moved to Jacks uh, for school. And the kid, I've literally never heard his name. I'll since. Uh, make a note. I'll ask my uncle about him because my um, my uncle knows. Like I know a lot of golfers' names, but my uncle obviously like more than the average person because nobody watches mm-hmm. golf. But my uncle knows everything about everyone, so I'll uh, I'll ask him about it, and well, I'll we can give you an write update. That down and ask uh, our we'll, guest whenever we have him on. Yeah, we'll give you an update next week, or we'll yeah we'll talk to our uh, unconfirmed guest, but hopefully yeah. our guest. <laughs> our, our I was gonna say hockey insider, our golf insider. But speaking of, be hovering around the top ten, Brennan Carmelo Anthony with a I think it was a twenty six point game performance. That that wasn't right. 26-point performance the other night passed one Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon to make it to number 11th on the scoring list. Now, he is about 300 points behind, I believe it was Elgin Baylor. I'm probably wrong. I don't remember. Was it Was it George Gervin? I don't know. Um, I wrote this down. I forgot to look it up. But do you think he'll make it into the top 10 before the season's over, and do you think he has a chance to get back on the court next year? Yes, a hundred percent. I think he'll be able to get back on the because he can shoot. He's a shooter. Shooters can play till they're fucking forty five years old. Um, I don't think he's. I think the only reason I say he's gonna um, make it into the top ten is, like I said, he's a shooter. 
he doesn't have to move around a lot anymore. He doesn't have to be quick on the ball. He doesn't have to do any of that kind of stuff. So I, this is quick hit. So I, I, I really would really love to get your take on this because this is totally your, your court. Hey, well, it's funny. My court, good job. Well, it's funny that you say he's a, he's not a mover anymore because he definitely got out the way from Anthony Edwards dunk the other day, boy. Woo, Carmelo made a business decision, but, um, he is behind. Elvin Hayes is who he's behind. Um, I actually did the math. So he's averaging 14 a game this season currently. And uh, he's about 300-something off with 35 games left. So he would have to average a minimum of a 10 points a game for the rest of this season to pass it. So I think he'll be able to pass it this year. I don't know if he's going to return next year um, because, I mean, we – we didn't think we'd see him at this capacity. Um, and averaging 14 a game, all that do, all that is doing is bringing his average down. He's a, even though he's one of my favorite players, he's a very vain man. I don't know if you're aware of this. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I could see him eventually. I could see him hanging it up if the Trailblazers decide to move on from him because now he's about 36, 37. He's not the same player he once was. He can give you 26 on a given night, but... The consistency is not there, and they're not asking for that, so they may be going in another direction. Speaking of moving in another direction, Brennan! Yeah, let's do it. We had a massacre this week. Cap casualties, baby. Quick hit, cap casualty. Brennan, who was the cap casualty that made you scratch your head? The Kansas City Chiefs cutting both, releasing both offensive tackles. Um, Eric Fisher, who was an overall number one pick, uh, not too, I mean, it was a few years ago, but he's a tackle. He's an offensive lineman. And then Mitchell Schwartz, um, they're probably not going to be able to keep their center either. And this is the same offensive line that had a lot of injuries and COVID protocols and all sorts of stuff going on that they got Patrick Mahomes killed in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and now they've cut, they've released both their tackles and they're probably not going to be able to resign their center. So that was to me the most head scratching of the cap casualties. How about you, Joe? The only reason I will say to the only reason that wasn't as confounding to me was because they're both injured and their recovery time is going to take a while anyways. And they still have two uh, offensive tackles who opted out last season that will be returning. Um, But my cap casualty is a receiver that everybody loves. Emmanuel Sanders for the Saints. who's going to be the receiver outside of Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas didn't have a great season this year. Uh, He missed a lot of games for, one, getting in fights with teammates, two, mad injuries. So Emmanuel Sanders was the most consistent receiver on that team last year, and you're moving away from Breeze, and you're bringing in a new quarterback or just elevating a quarterback on your current roster, and who's it going to be? Who are they going to throw it to? That's a good cap casualty. I didn't even think about that one. Thank you. I'm good at this. Greg, take us to the walk-off. Welcome to the big leagues! All right, like I said earlier, we're going to run through the NCAA tournament here. Brennan, do you have it up by chance? I'm pulling it up now. Oh, Jesus. Greg, do you have it up by chance? Oh, Jesus. I have it up, yes. Nice. All right, we're going to start with Greg then because Brennan is slow. All right, I'm up. Let's go. 
All right, in the West, do you guys have any upsets? So uh, nine over an eight is an upset. Don't all talk at once. <laughs> I'm going through it. Um, I'm thinking I'm know? like in uh, Oregon versus, oh, no, Eastern Washington. Oh, they're playing VCU. VCU. Yeah, I'm taking VCU. VCU over Oregon. It's my upset. VCU of over the, Oregon. All right. Yeah, no faith in the the Ducks. No faith in the Ducks. Yeah, I hate their courts. With uh, COVID protocol and everything going on, I've got Ohio over Virginia. Ohio over Virginia. By the way, uh, to touch on that lightly, Virginia couldn't finish the ACC tournament. Duke couldn't finish the ACC tournament. Kansas couldn't finish the the, the, the Big 12 tournament. Virginia is in, and I'm pretty sure Kansas is in, and they're just going to allow them in, which is fair. Uh, so that's the thing is they have to have seven days of consecutive negative tests. So they're, if they make it in, it's going to be by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, they're going to literally get in on the last day. Yeah, that's but, why I think they're going to have so much going on that Ohio is going to beat them. All right, all right. Um, you said you had Ohio. That was in the that was in the West. I said in the West. Ohio, yeah, and Virginia. Ohio. I'm thinking Ohio State. I was thinking Ohio State. No, 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 so. Ohio. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so in the East, do you have any upsets? In the East, no, no. Georgetown over Colorado. Georgetown over Colorado. Right. Plus, did you guys hear what's going on with uh, Patrick? Oh, you're talking about him walking around MSG and them not realizing who the yeah, hell he is? That's Insane. crazy. I got uh, really, really good this year, though. Are they? I don't, I don't, th- I don't know about that <laughs> one. They kind of choked in the uh, tournament, but they're still a better team. Well, then I, I also... I'm picking, I'm picking Georgetown over Colorado, but I also have um, Maryland over UConn. Maryland's been playing out of their minds. Maryland over I'm liking UK. that. Pick oh, and as Iona well. over Alabama. Iona over Alabama. Brennan, you're out of control. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Alabama is not a basketball school. They're going to get bounced first round. Watch. Come Watch. On, man. Out of control, man. Iona only played 17. Crazy. Iona only played 17 games so far. Doesn't crazy. matter. Alabama. No, I'm just saying it's crazy. They're going up against a team that's played 30 games. Yeah. They've only played 17. Oh, wow. That is a big. Difference. Is that where Rick Patino went? Isn't that Iona? I think that's where sure. Patino's going for. Uh, you're asking, I have no idea. Somebody looked that up. Uh, Greg, any upset in the East? I was going to say Maryland as well. Over right, UConn. Right, also has Maryland. So we have Maryland over UConn for both of you boys. All right. In the South, Baylor, number one seed in the South. Do you guys have any upsets here? I will start with Brennan again. All chalk. I'm all chalk on this one. All chalk in the South. Greg, how about you? I'm going to go with uh, Vatek number 10 against the Gators of Florida. Ooh, I got some people that's not going to like to hear that. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say that where I live. (laughs) In honor of Kyle, our friend Kyle. I cannot say. (laughs) All right. And in the East, wait, not the East. That's the West. You're not making a big West. Why is it a Midwest? Uh, I'm, look, I, I'm doing a lot here. Yeah, Joe's got a lot going on. <laughs> I'm trying to keep track of all you guys' picks so I can do the second round for um, I've got, I've, I've got it pulled. I'm keeping track of my picks, so we can just go okay. ahead. All right. So I'll go. I'll run through mine real fast after this. Then. 
got Chuck there. I in the Midwest, I've got um, Georgia Tech would be the only upset I have over uh, Loyola, Chicago. I have uh, Syracuse over San Diego State as well. Greg, do you have any upsets in the Midwest? Oh, I got a huge upset. I'm telling you right now, I'm calling it number 13 Liberty over number four Oklahoma State Cowboys. You're going down, okay, Cowboys. I, wow. I thought you were going to say Drexel. I was going to be like, come on, man. <laughs> inside joke. Inside joke. Did I just stumble on an inside joke? Yeah, you did. Um, you did. All right. So for my picks in the West, I got uh, my upsets are going to be I'm going to go with. University of California, Santa Barbara over Creighton. Um, I really like those 12-5 games. Usually the upset in there. Also, I'm going to go with either Wichita State or Drake to beat USC because I do not believe in the Pac-10. I still call it the Pac-10. I don't care what they tell me. Um, you only believe two of them exist. Along those lines, I'm picking... <laughs> Along those lines, I also have VCU beating Oregon because I just hate Oregon's stupid court. Even though they won't be playing on it um, in the East, I will also be going Georgetown just because of Coach uh, Ewing. I got Shaka Smart, even though that's not upset. I just want to say shout out to Shaka. Um, I'll go with Maryland. You got Nah, I'm not going with Maryland. Fuck Maryland for leaving the ACC and going to the goddamn. Big 12 or whatever the fucking conference is called. What is it? The Big 10? Even though there's not 10? Maryland so is in the Big 10. So yes. stupid. Not even 10 teams in there. Um, okay, South. South is looking like chalk. South is chalk. The South is totally chalk, yeah. The Midwest. Has there ever been a round of 64 where the whole like region was chalk? The whole thing is chalk. A whole region? Yeah, there's been times where a region just really? goes chalk. I'm going to say Syracuse over San Diego State. Um, Jim Beheim and them boys going to lock up that 2-3. Uh, Georgia Tech over Loyola, Chicago. I'm going to go with that as well, especially them coming off that ACC championship win. So, yeah, on to the next one. Round of 32. Brennan, go for it. Start it I've off. Got I've got Gonzaga over Missouri, Creighton over Ohio, USC over Kansas, and or, or excuse me, Iowa over Oregon. Iowa over Oregon. Greg, I gotta go bow out after this one. I haven't filled out my bracket. I was just looking at the first round. All right. All right, Greg's out. Me and you, Greg's Joe. out. All right, I got Zags versus Virginia. They're moving on. I got Kansas moving on, and I got uh I'm not really gonna go Iowa. I'm going to go Iowa moving on. Ah, got real chalky. Wait, how do you have saying. Zags versus Virginia? You're in, you're around ahead of me. Yeah, no, I'm the Zags are going to be Oklahoma. Virginia's going to beat you. Oh, I got you. Okay. Got you. Got you. They're moving on. Um, East go Brennan. All right. So in the East round of 32, I've got Michigan beating LSU, George, uh, excuse me, Florida State beating Georgetown, BYU beating Texas, and Maryland beating Iona, which is going to upset Alabama. <laughs> All right. I, that is such a funny one. <laughs> Iona. <laughs> um, I got Michigan moving on. I got Florida State moving on. I got Texas. Don't sleep on Texas. Shocking smart. Getting things done. And I got UConn moving on because Alabama can't go to the second week of a tournament. 
T, you were on board with my Alabama take. You're just a week behind versus me. Iona. <laughs> All right, going on to the South. I've got the big upset alert. I've got number eight, North Carolina beating Baylor. Um, I have Villanova over Purdue, so two upsets. Then I've got Arkansas over Texas Tech and Ohio State over Florida. Um, ooh, man, that's a tough one for me to pick. Uh, if you know my background, I hate both of those teams. I, know I got Baylor moving on for over UNC. UNC has had a disastrous year so far. I got Nova beating Purdue as well. I got Texas Tech, who's probably one of the best teams, but uh, tumultuous season this year, obviously. Um, and I got to go with Florida over OSU because I hate OSU with a passion. So, yeah. Stole that championship from you. Oh, I told you not to talk about it. <laughs> In the Midwest, I've got Illinois, Tennessee, West Virginia, Houston. I got Illinois, Oklahoma State. I got I got West Virginia, and I'm going to go Clemson. No reason. Just doing it. Just doing it? That's just why I went with it. Houston. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Round of 16, buddy. Uh, Gonzaga. Zags. Um, I've got Gonzaga and uh, Iowa. So it'll be, I've got in the West, Gonzaga going against Iowa for that bracket. All right. I have Gonzaga losing. Gonzaga are choking dogs. That's why their mascot are bulldogs. I got Virginia and Tony Bennett, not the singer, moving on. And I got them playing Kansas and Bill Self, who's a choker. That's a tease um, because I don't believe in Iowa. For whatever, Luca Garza, whatever that kid's name is. Brennan, the East. Um, moving on to the East, I've got Michigan over Florida State, and I've got Maryland, number 10, over BYU. I got Michigan and Juwan Howard, shout out. And I got Texas and Shaka Smart, shout out. Shout out. Um, then I've got Villanova over North Carolina, and then I've got Ohio State over Arkansas. I have Baylor, who are – Baylor has been an impressive team all season. Um, they battled COVID late in the year and were still able to rally and get a couple good wins. Um, they ended up losing in the conference fight on uh, the conference championship tournament or whatever. But I think that's only going to benefit them to get them some rest because they ended up playing a bunch of games like in a short period of time. So Baylor moving on Texas tech. We're having a Texas South baby Midwest. My Midwest is going to be Illinois over Tennessee and then Houston over West Virginia. I got Illinois because Illinois is probably the one of the best teams, if not the best team in the whole thing. Yeah, the um, best team in the country. And I got, well, Gonzaga is technically the number one overall seed. And I have, yeah, well, that's why I have them losing. They're choking dogs. And then I have West Virginia being Clemson because, again, I put Clemson in there just for shits and giggles. All right. My final four is Gonzaga, the Michigan. Oh, sorry. We're, no, we just did the elite. Yeah, no, I, I got my final sure. four is good. He just killed all my momentum. Gonzaga, Michigan, Villanova, Illinois. And oh, just because we're in such a, a tight space, I'm just going to, I'll just run through mine. Then you run through yours. Okay. Um, so I've got Michigan beating Gonzaga and then I have Illinois beating Villanova. And then I've got Illinois beating Michigan as my Ooh. national champion. I can't wait for people to hear this. That was confusing. I got Virginia beating Kansas. I got Texas beating Michigan. I got Virginia going to the final. And on the other side, I got Baylor beating Texas Tech. And I got Illinois beating West Virginia. And I got Baylor going to the final. And you know what? Technically, 
This is a repeat because the last time there was an actual NCAA championship, it was the Virginia Cavaliers. There was no game last year. You are so, out of your mind. So I got Virginia running it back. They might not even make the tournament because of protocol and you've got them winning the whole thing. You've lost your mind, my friend. Brennan, I don't know if you know, but it is March Madness, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Take us, take us out, Greg. Take us out. I got I got Baylor taking the whole thing also, by the way. When I finally finish my bracket, Baylor? that's okay. who will be on top. All right. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> Shout out to Don't Drink and Draw. Brennan, you know a thing or two about drinking and driving. Plug everything you got, buddy. Thanks, buddy. My two DUIs. Uh, <laughs> plug those. Don't drink and drive. Um, so Brennan is also a comedian. Don't know why I just did that in the third person. BrennanTComedy.com. Check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. Uh, I have uh, comedians on, musicians on, actors on, all sorts of crazy people. And we reminisce about how they kind of ended up where they are. And we uh, talk shit, talk shop, and reminisce about crazy drinking stories, getting in trouble stories, stuff from the past. Uh, check out my website, BrennanTComedy.com. I actually have booked up about 14 dates for the end of March Ooh. into April. Yeah, I'm going to be a busy, busy boy. Got dates coming up in Orlando, South Florida, um, Georgia. Coming back to Wormhole. That'll be fun. So just check out the website for all those dates. Also... I am on Patreon if you want to look that up. Anyway, Joe. <laughs> um, you're still not making it to Atlanta. All those dates. Never getting to Atlanta. Um, oh, I, I actually checked the website. I do have an Atlanta dates coming oh, up. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, next month. Not April, but May. Okay, Jesus Christ. All right. So, Joe Dorville is my name on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can check out my hip-hop album, TV, by Headphone Joe. No O, no E. Um, Greg. Yeah, our listen to show. a new low, our flagship podcast on our network. Uh, that'll do it. Thank you. All Beautiful right. tight hour, boys. Brennan, take us out. This is why we play the game. Hello. Hello. You shout out Urban Meyer making shit happen. <laughs> I had nothing. I forgot about the shout out. I'm gonna be hey, honest. Shout with you. out Sarah Spain. Oh, owner hang on. of the Chicago Red Stars. Let's do this one more time. All right, you can cut this, right? You can fix this. <laughs> no, we're keeping that in. Come on. No, fix this part. <laughs> you oh, shout out it. Sarah Spain. There. Now just mar- cut no, some stuff in there. You shout out to the Utah Jazz. That's a lot. The Utah Jazz. There you go. <laughs> Not the Denver Nuggets. Here we go. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? 
Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.